Are you looking to expand your brand this year? Want to make your business stand out above the rest? Well, there's no better way to grow than with your own podcast. Whether you're an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, a small business, or a massive company, you need a podcast in 2024. Podcast Plus is an easy and efficient way for you and your brand to join the podcast revolution. There's no better way to position your company as the go-to authority than with a podcast that showcases your industry knowledge, insights, and expertise. The studios at Podcast Plus are state-of-the-art with top-of-the-line production quality. And if you're just starting out, Podcast Plus offers professional script writing, editing magic, and can conceptualize your show, create your cover art, and get you ready to stream on all major platforms. We'll market your podcast as well, showcasing it on radio stations and digital streams across the country. Expand, enhance, and extend your company and brand and reach potential clients and customers 24-7. Find out more at podcast with the K, P-L-U-S.com. That's podcast with the K, P-L-U-S.com. of a secret dungeon somewhere deep in the remote Pacific Northwest. I'm Jeremy Scott on this Wednesday night. It is good to be with you somewhere between abnormal and paranormal. We're going to dig right there somewhere in the middle between all of that tonight on the program. That's for sure. My guest is a repeat customer. She's Dr. Shelly Kerr, and she's been here once before talking about Past Lives, a subject that I'm even more intrigued about after having her on, and particularly with some recent conversations in which we've been discussing on this program, travel to maybe another planet, certainly something that is maybe another dimension. And so along those lines tonight, we have um, Dr. Shelley Kerback, who has written a a new book since uh, she was here on the program last that uh, really fascinated me, and it deals with uh, individuals who have recollections of past lives, not here on Earth, but in other places like ancient lands and other worlds. I mean, we know our souls have many lives, or at least they're said to have many lives, and those lives exist in several different forms. Eventually we die. Eventually soul meets body. Then what happens after the fact? Some of those spirits obviously stick around as ghosts. Maybe the ones who aren't as stubborn reincarnate and become something else in another life. And perhaps maybe on another planet. So we welcome back Dr. Shelley Kerr tonight, who has worked with the thousands of people over the last two decades around the world, helping them achieve greater peace and happiness in their lives. She's a world-renowned past life regressionist. And uh, as I said, author of the of the new book, Past Lives in Ancient Lands and Other Worlds, Understand Your Soul's Journey Through Time. She's back. Dr. Shelley Care, welcome to the program. Jeremy, it's great to be with you again. I am a repeat customer and a happy one. <laughs> Appreciate that. Love, love, love to hear that. 
interested in your thoughts on how you came to hear about particular stories of uh, past lives existing, like I said, not here on Earth, but somewhere else. Well, the thing is, is that um, when people come in for a regression, normally, I mean, there's some people who are curious, so they're doing it just for fun, but normally they have actual issues that they're working through. And to make um, complex issues as simple as possible, these issues fall into three categories normally. Love and relationships. Not that anyone ever has any problems with those, um, but let's just say um, health challenges perhaps and or um, financial abundance, security, letting go of fears and phobias. So it's love, health, or security, let's say. And so when we're going then on the guided journey, we may encounter things in the current life that need some healing that relate to the issue they're trying to let go of. But the goal is, okay, I want you to go back to... Are you still with us or did we lose you? I think we may have lost her. I think she's there. Hello. Hello, I'm back. That was the weirdest thing in the world. I know. Did did you go to your past life and did you go to your past life and then come back or something? I don't know. Maybe I blipped off into a parallel world. Suddenly um, we were down. The network bleeped out. That was very strange because I'm not on Wi-Fi. I use a, I use a hard wire here. So it's (laughs) the universe, Jeremy. It's them. They're beaming in, I guess. Odd indeed. Indeed, so, yes. So prior to that strange um, extraterrestrial-ish interruption, I was just saying that um, we go into any past life regression the same way, trying to access the earliest time that relates to the issue that the client is experiencing. And so normally maybe they go to the 1700s, the Middle Ages, but once in a while they're reporting their lives on another planet. And what kinds of uh, planets would that would those be? Would those be the known ones or unknown ones? Most of the ones that I have um, done, really, they don't name a place. They describe the different ter- terrain, like it's a desert. A lot of desert planets. Um, one that is in this new book, the person described icy, very frigid conditions. But they don't ever really say, okay, I'm on Jupiter or something. No, that that's really doesn't happen. So do you get confirmation of some sort, though, that, it, that it's somewhere beyond Earth then? They really do tend to, I mean, let me just say, I mean, we can't prove beyond a shadow of a doubt, obviously, that they're actually going to these other planets, but they certainly seem to be real to the people who are experiencing them. Although I am a big believer in extraterrestrials and that they're helping us and that they're here. And, you know, I think anybody who looks into the night sky would have to think to themselves, come on. I mean, it's not possible that we're the only thing that's floating around in this universe. So um, they're very invested in the stories they're relating. And so, yes, I, I believe in it. So. Uh, so tell us a little bit about past life regression and how it works, particularly how you apply it. Yeah, um, there, there's a couple of ways. Well, f- some of my, my newer books, I'm talking about the fact that I really do believe as we're going around our daily lives, we're having impressions, we're having feelings and impressions that are coming in at a soul level to us that could be giving us clues about places where we've lived before. We might travel to a new place and suddenly have a familiar feeling. We might 
meet people. We might feel that we've known somebody our whole lives, or we might just meet somebody and go, oh my gosh, I need to get away from this person immediately. There's some bad vibes there, even though they haven't even opened their mouth. So I think we're getting these impressions just through waking reality if we're paying attention to them. So beyond that, though, um, to do a regression is a more conscious way of going into a hypnotic state. And by that, I mean, when we're awake in waking consciousness, our brain waves are going very quickly in a beta level. When we take some deep breathing, we slow it down. Um, our brain waves go into alpha. And so we're really in the alpha state, which is the same state that you would be in if you were doing meditation or certain kinds of guided visualization. And so this is just really a guided visualization where we go through relaxation, people walk through a doorway. I have uh, people meet with a trusted guide or an angel, however it is people perceive that. And in all my books, I have these journeys for readers to take. And then once they establish a connection with a guide or a helper, then depending on the intention that they're trying to set, as I was mentioning prior to the the strange incident, um, you know, let's say they're here because they want to find out about a relationship. They want to know how they knew somebody in the past, for example. So we would have the guide then assist them in traveling back in time to an event that is potentially beyond this current lifetime at an earlier time when they potentially knew this person. And then the person is looking out their eyes, but they begin to see unfamiliar surroundings. And so one of the things I'll have people do that can be very helpful, whether they're working on relationships issues or not, is to go into a scene from these prior lifetimes where they find themselves surrounded by familiar people um, or any people that they know in that life. And I'll have them kind of look at the people in the room and say, is there anybody there who looks or more importantly feels like an energy that feels familiar to you, like somebody you've known in your current lifetime? And so then that's when they can say, oh my gosh, look, there's my mother or there's my girlfriend or whoever it is. And then we can start to explore the dynamics of the relationship. Okay, great. So what were you doing then in the middle ages or what were you doing then out on the desert planet? You know, and they say, well, you know, we were doing this and this and this and oh my gosh, we're doing the same things now. And so, okay, great. You start to see patterns usually with a lot of this. So then it becomes, is the thing that I'm doing, is it working for me? And if it is, then we want to encourage that and go, great. You know, you can do some more of that now, but if it's something that we need to get rid of, because we're needing to move on and or we have a healing that needs to take place, then there's a lot of um, dialogue, let's say, between the higher self of the person and the individuals who they're encountering there in their past lives about what lessons are the two of you learning? How are those lessons applying to the current life? You know, how, how can we either be done with unproductive behaviors or how can we use our strengths and talents and soul gifts to better enhance our current life journey. Because really at the end of the day, the only reason why we go into this space is to help, you know, reshape the the way we're viewing reality, make ourselves feel better about current life situations and to make the current life and therefore our future, you know, more peaceful, brighter, and just a happier place to be. 
That would be a wonderful thing, especially, you know, in this day and age. So what are the three main areas that that we really can discover by doing regression? Really, um, relationships is usually top of everyone's list. That could be anything from, you know, coworkers that are challenging, family members, friends, um, significant others, and everything in between. And the one of the other things would be like if people have health challenges, sometimes they'll try to go back and see if there's uh, an energetic link to some health challenge in the past that they can do healing on. And the other thing would be, let's say they they're a, a big, huge one would be prosperity. Like maybe they're having a hard time uh, creating any income or keeping money or something like that. And then a lot of times you'll find they can go back into a past life. A lot of people took a vow of poverty. Maybe they lived as a monk or something in the middle. I'm, I'm going back to the Middle Ages as my example here again. But then we just go back to those incidences and go back to where they made that vow of poverty, for example, and just understand why they did that. Do they still need to be doing that now? No, they don't. Okay, can we kind of cut the cords and release that? And then I take people also into current life future. Uh, one of the ways to gauge that the regression journey is actually doing something, and there's a lot of that in this new book as well, uh, where readers can go off into these future events of things that are going to happen to you in your current life future. Because I talk about, you know, the unified field, the multiverse is filled with unlimited potential. And so we invite our soul essence to step out into a possible current life future event where the person's happy, where they're healthy, where whatever this problem is that they were trying to iron out in the session has been totally resolved and they're moving forward in alignment with things that are, you know, for their highest good for their soul's purpose and they're feeling really good about themselves because the happy place, Jeremy, exists just like every other possible future. So why not focus on the good stuff? And then it goes into this kind of, it's like a reverse engineering. So once they're fully invested in a future event, okay, great, so how do you feel? What are people telling you about this awesomeness that you're creating and this wonderfulness? And so they start to get really um, invested in those feelings. And then if they can bring those feelings back into the present moment with not only the feelings, but I'll have them say, what steps did you take to arrive at this fabulous place? You know, And they'll say, well, first I read a book and then I met so-and-so and then I went to the seminar or whatever. And they'll start to see there's, there's a path that leads them to something wonderful. And so if they will then come out of the hypnotic state into their real life, and if I can, you know, discuss with them the idea that it would be worth believing in this journey and just moving forward in that direction and acting as if, then people can, you know, really create some amazing things for themselves. And they can let go of all the, whatever they're carrying. The idea is just, let's just let this stuff go. Let's heal it, transform it, and let's just move on with a new day, with a totally new energy so we can get at, get around to having a wonderful life. Wonderful. So what about um, the soul's existence 
what happens then um, as we transition from from soul to body? Uh, so what we die and then the soul lives on and then it reincarnates into another form or or what? I am a big believer in reincarnation myself, but um, one thing for listeners is, you know, I think of the past life process that I'm doing is more of a process. It's a healing technique. So it's not that we have to, you know, change our total belief systems, but in this process, yes, people who go into those past life memories, um, well, let's say we're back in that life in the, in the spaceship or on the planet. I'm going to take them to a few scenes, one where they've known other people. And then I'll, I'll usually will guide them to the very last day of their lives so that they can just very quickly understand how they passed into spirit and then they can float into the space in between lives where they're leaving that body. And that's where we start to get the lessons about what they learned, why this matters, what, why is this relating to what we're doing now. And then when they go into another experience, then they're delving back into the physical form, maybe in a different time period. And then they go through that whole thing again. Another process people can go through that is also um, in this book is a space that we can all access called before I arrived with the idea that moments before we, in, we incarnated into this physical body that we're in, in this current lifetime, we made decisions and we had some plans about lessons we were going to learn or specific things we wanted to do. And so we can go into a space and meet with this energy of creator and understand exactly what our plan was before we incarnated into this lifetime. And then people are able to move through just a, a, a life review of this current life as well and start to say, wait a minute, I really have been doing things like that this whole time. And so then they come away with saying, wow, you know, maybe I'm doing a great job after all. Is this a meaningful process you found to understand uh, the process of the existence of our past lives and our current lives and how they mesh together? Yeah, I mean, I got into this myself um, after a friend passed away and I was really overcome with grief for many years. And someone took me through a past life regression that helped me go back into scenes where I realized I had known this person before. It was, unfortunately, it was their time to go. And just looking at the the very difficult circumstance from a different vantage point automatically just shifts the emotional charge that you have on things. You know, in quantum physics, they're saying if I look at an object and I'm looking at it a certain direction and let's say I turn the object around, theoretically that object becomes a totally new event. So it's almost like when we go back into these past events, we're looking at things from a totally different vantage point and it tends to help us disconnect those emotional um, cords and charges that are making life very difficult. And so sometimes that just let, helps people, including myself, just to let go of things that perhaps were very, very difficult to resolve. And then to come to terms about, you know, there's not a person alive, as you know, Jeremy, that hasn't had hard times. Everybody has hard times. Um, everybody has good times, hopefully, but sometimes these hard times are very obviously difficult to get through. And we we do a lot of suffering by the way we're viewing reality. And so these techniques can sometimes just help people really view reality in a way that will allow 
uh, a release of very painful things from the past so that more peace can come into the awareness. It's important to resolve that baggage, though, before you do move on, uh, or in this case, from your previous life to help you uh, in your current life, right? It can be really, really helpful. Um, I've had experiences of just feeling like energetic weight was coming off of me. Um, It's been very transformational. I do a lot of meditation, Buddhist-styled meditations, like 10-day silent retreats with Vipassana and stuff like that. And through deep meditation like that, you can also feel energetic um, heaviness and blockages start spinning off of you as you meditate. And in the Buddhist thought, you know, if you, if you will meditate and follow proper principles or whatever, then eventually you can get out of the wheel of constant cyclical death and rebirth and just attain some oneness with the creator. I don't, I don't know, you know, if I, that's really my goal other than to just help people to spin off some of the heavier energies that are keeping them either very unhappy or just keeping certain circumstances stuck in their energy field so that they can't create what they want. We can move those things out and start to then see more of what we actually want in our lives and just go about our, our business feeling you know, lighter and better. Very, very important uh, that we do that. So tell us about uh, some of these stories about, uh, say, going to maybe ancient times. Yeah, there's some really interesting ones. Um, Some of the case studies here in this book I've never written about before, but I've, I've just had so many different regression experiences. I've got a lot, a section in this book about prehistorical people who were, you know, living in caves. Um, A lot of these people go into those past lives because they're coming with one of the issues I mentioned earlier. Maybe they've got prosperity issues in the current life and they're trying to connect with that because there they go into past life memories that are very much about survival and um, a lot of fear and things. So we do a lot of healing around those events to help them release that energy so that they can create more prosperity in their lives. Um, Some of the others that are pretty interesting, there's some Mesopotamian case histories in this book. Um, People who recounted times as very, very early farmers, like in the Fertile Crescent area, Um, the Persian Empire. We've got a few case studies of that, which is used to not really be very common. I'm, I'm having a lot more people report lives in ancient Persia now and I I'm speculating that part of what causes somebody to pick one area over another you know I always had a lot of Egypt ones because Egypt's a very popular place it's very much in the collective mind and as they've started to make more really fascinating documentaries about Persia that people are getting more exposed to it I think it's created Uh, a scenario by which people are starting to remember that they did live there in those ancient times. Can you tell us about your uh, work on the near-death issue, particularly uh, your thoughts on on consciousness and the like? Yes. um, Back in the early 2000s, I had not an accident, but I started becoming kind of very isolated. I started hearing the inner voice, and I was guided that I was not going to live much longer one night I just lifted up out of my body. I found myself into a, in a kind of a light space, very 
cerebral nonverbal space with a bunch of light beings and I recognized my grandmother there but other than that it was just a semicircle of light beings and there was this idea that I needed to come back and when I came back into my body that's when I, I started running energy through my body I, I learned about energy healing I didn't even know what it was I had never heard of Reiki before I used to just be a salesperson um, and then I started that's when I really first started to understand I was shown things about what I alluded to earlier that I could guide people through a past life regression and we can talk all about you know our lives in ancient Egypt all day long but that that's one level of healing is to talk about things but the real healing comes with understanding that memories and thoughts really are things they really do occupy space and these memories let's say of Egypt for example would be stuck in the energetic fields within and around the physical body they may not be able to be seen with the eye but they're still there and so in order to really create a great healing for people we have to address the healing on the energetic level as well as through the verbal uh, communication of the details of the past lives and so I've always done it like that ever since my first book on this came out in 2003 and it's just very very effective when I'm saying I told I mentioned earlier for myself I just I've had experiences just, just feeling like energetic weight has just been lifted off of me and I just thought I, this is the kind of thing that I need to do my best to create for clients and I think that's why the work has worked so well is to address it at both levels. Enjoyed the conversation tonight. Shelly, tell us where we can find uh, more about uh, your work. Yes, I am at pastlifelady.com and my books and everything are on that website. Fantastic. Always enjoy your uh, conversations with you. I love it, Jeremy. I appreciate you having me back and just sending you lots of blessings. I appreciate that. Saturday night's program is going to be a special one for us, uh, especially for our audience in Portland. But we have big things to come, and news on that uh, is still ahead. Uh, we'll talk to you then, friends, from the cold, dark depths of a secret dungeon somewhere deep in the remote Pacific Northwest. I am Jeremy Scott. Thank you so much for your support of the weeknight show. Again, to get immediate access to the podcast, it's Podcast Plus that you need to look for at ParabnormalRadio.com. And you can sign up and get more information there. Appreciate it. Uh, from the uh, cold, dark depths of a secret dungeon somewhere deep in the remote Pacific Northwest, I'm Jeremy Scott. Good night, friends. Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.